everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Cross-Border Interviews Podcast Flashback Week. I'm your host, as always, Christopher Brown. This week, we will be releasing an episode each day. All of these episodes have one thing in common. They were interviews recorded in 2014 while I was a political reporter in the border city, Lloydminster. Each year at the paper, at the end of the year, We would chat with politicians from both Saskatchewan and Alberta about the previous year and what the next year looked like for them and their province. In today's episode, I chat with the MLA for Cut Knight Turtleford, Larry Doak. So with that being said, here is Cross Border Interviews Flashback Week featuring Larry Doak. Yeah. So how are you about that? Oh, that's all right. I knew if I stepped out for 10 minutes, you would call exactly <laughs> at that moment. Yeah, sorry. I, I had a funeral yesterday afternoon, and I I didn't end up finishing till just about 6 o'clock my time. So hey, no, couldn't get to you. Understandable yeah. personal issues yeah. before this. Um, so is this a good time? I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so first off, uh, Mr. Doke, how did the last year go for the Saskatchewan government from your perspective? Well, I uh, personally, from my perspective, I th- I think it went real well. I mean, I think we got uh, lots of things accomplished and lots of things uh, underway. I think our statistics, uh, you know, show that uh, 24 months of uh, the lowest unemployment rate in Canada. Uh, you know, like t- to me, that that means a lot. It wasn't that long ago. There wasn't uh, many good jobs in the area, and. Uh, there's some great jobs still. Even, you know, we're seeing slowing in the oil, obviously, but there's still good jobs uh, out there, and, and we still have a job shortage. So 15,000 more people working, uh, you know, year-to-date, November to November. So uh, that was great. Uh, you know, 10,000 uh, registered uh, uh, use taking advantage of the Saskatchewan Advantage Grant for Education of the Sages, uh, that, that's unbelievable. Uh, that that's really good. I mean, kids are staying here now. They're staying in the province, and that means a lot to me. I, uh, I you know, I'm, I'm my own kids. Uh, they got out of here as quick as they could. They're back now, but <laughs> they were gone for a period of time. Now, um, it seems after uh, report after report, it puts uh, Saskatchewan as the lowest or second lowest uh, unemployment rate across Canada. Does that mean that your government is working towards creating jobs that are here in uh, Saskatchewan for the Saskatchewan residents to, like you said, stay in the province and not have to move out to Alberta, Ontario, or even East Coast? Yeah, like that's what I'm saying, and and the 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 main thing in Saskatchewan that hap- that has really happened is we're more diversified now. We don't solely rely on potash. We don't solely rely on oil. Like our manufacturing is is through the roof. Whether it be uh, everything from clothing to uh, implements and short line implement stuff. Uh, that's the, you know those those are all strong. Even with uh, the oil slowing, there's no slowing in in those uh, areas and. And uh, that's that's the good thing. There's there's jobs of all kind. We've got companies that have their head offices now in Saskatchewan, whether it be Regina, Saskatoon. Uh, this is the place to be, and uh, we're seeing more and more of that all the time. So we're more diversified. That's that's the big thing. Now, looking back on the last year, is there any bill or legislative uh, piece that you can point to that makes you proud to be in this government and made the lives of Cut Knife Turtleford residents and also Lloydminster residents uh, better? Um, 
Well, I, I don't. I mean, you can take this year's budget and whatever. Uh, I guess the one that I'm more familiar with than anything is uh, is highways and infrastructures. Uh, since I've been appointed ledge secretary for highways and infrastructure, uh, I. I you know, I've been out there. I, I traveled the province. I, I see the roads that are getting done. And believe me, there's a lot more to be done. But, you know, with a $668 million uh, highways budget this year, um, I mean, that's huge. And that's, the you know, two in a row that have been uh, that big. And, and there is 8,600 uh, kilometers of road improvements that have that have happened. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty proud of that. You know, even, uh, you know, the hot issue has been long-term care facilities uh, for sure. And there's, there's uh, you know, I'll probably always going to be issues. Um, but that being said, since we've you know, taken government in 07, uh, 750 more uh, uh, long-term care aides have been added to the, to the program. Uh, hundred just about 200 uh, new uh, nurse practitioners and a hundred and some uh, registered nurses RNs still there yep and 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 on uh, you know this just even just this past weekend I visited uh, four of my long-term care facilities that being being Edam Turtleford uh, Maidstone and Cutknife and you know very positive attitude there and uh, when I when I see the people in there they just do I mean it takes special people to work in long-term care and uh, we're very fortunate in, in my constituency to have four real good facilities now um, looking forward to the future what do you think 2015 holds for the province of Saskatchewan and yourself well I think that uh, in my opinion, uh, 15 is going to be a uh, repositioning year, so to speak. Uh, I don't think OPEC is going to back down much on this oil issue, so we're going to see oil companies. I think uh, Husky Energy is committed to the projects within uh, my constituency, that being the uh, the uh, steam, uh, the thermal projects over in uh, Edam Vaughan area. I think uh, they're still going to carry on with that. There's no indication that they're not. They're working hard there, so that will carry on. Uh, I think it's going to be kind of a status quo from from the government. We'll uh, we'll keep monitoring uh, all our issues. I don't think we're going to go on any wild spending sprees by any stretch of the imagination. And uh, Minister Kavets, uh, having served with him on uh, Treasury Board, I know how he thinks, and uh, he is not one to uh, be taking chances. So uh, I think we'll just. Uh, status quo. We'll just uh, keep moving on and uh, carry on with the projects that we started and hope to get uh, them finished uh, because we'll be heading into an election year. We don't know if it's going to be uh, next fall or uh, spring of 16 at this point. Okay. Now, is there any last question? Is there any, last, anything else that you want to make sure the people of Cut Knight Turtleford who uh, received the Lloydminster source, uh, want, you want them to know about the last year and about next year that we haven't talked about yet? Oh boy! Loaded question. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, these are things that are important to me, and I, I and I and I think about you know, you know what it does for our province and and for our kids and whatever. And, and I hate to read any things, but I uh, I want to get this straight. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, I have like uh, our number of apprentice sheets. We we boosted that by another three hundred this year in the budget. That's seven thousand seats 
we have for apprenticeship in, in uh, Saskatchewan, an 86% increase since 2007. That's huge. We're reacting to what uh, the markets need and what industry needs, so we're not afraid to, uh, under SIAST or Polytechnique, uh, to increase seats and, uh, and get that job done. So we're focused well on that. I'm excited about the... Uh, carbon dioxide uh, capture uh, at uh, Boundary Dam 3, I think that, uh, you know, they're capturing 90% of the carbon dioxide that's emitted from that dam, and then they uh, use that that, uh, carbon dioxide in the mature oil fields uh, for the recovery of oil. So that can be huge for us. that technology being, especially in the States, uh, for that matter, all the coal-fired uh, plants that are down there, generating plants, uh, the, the Obama administration has told them that, you know, you need to uh, either shut them down or get them cleaned up. This is something that could uh, be massive for us for there. Revenue sharing for municipalities is always a big thing. Uh, $265 million in revenue sharing for uh, rural municipalities next year. And the nice thing about this is is that municipalities know a year in advance what they're going to be getting for transfer payments the next year. How it used to be, it was year to year, you didn't know. You had no idea what it is. This, uh, the way we do it with uh, 1% of the PST. Uh, so next year, it's 265. It's divided up uh, per capita amongst the municipalities. So that makes it much easier for municipalities to budget and whatever. The Canada Building uh, Fund has been reopened and uh, is going to be... Uh, um, available now for uh, municipalities that have, uh, you know, capital infrastructure that they need to do, whether it be sewage lagoons or water treatment plants or whatever. And the provincial government, we've offered up uh, the SIGI uh, uh, initiative again, which is the uh, where we lend money at 0% financing. Uh, so that that will help uh, a lot of these communities. Uh, I know uh, throughout my constituency that are looking at in, you know, increasing their lagoon size or, or new water treatment plants uh, and just basic infrastructure. So those those are exciting things. And I'm glad to see that come back. Uh, it was a very popular uh, item. I know in the area that I live over in, in Miota and the resort village of Metanota, we took advantage of that. And uh, it worked very, very well for us. So I, I'm hoping there will be uh, other areas in the constituency that will partake. Perfect. Well, Mr. Doak, I want to thank you very much for this. Greatly appreciate it. Not uh, a problem. If I do have any follow-ups, do you mind if I just give Cheryl a call? Absolutely. And you you got my cell number? Yeah, well, I'm assuming the one that you gave our assistant? Yeah, 441-1567. No, that's not that. That's oh, not it. <laughs> so 441-1567. And Chris, you can call me anytime. I, I don't mind. So. You sure about that? Yep. Perfect. Positive. Well, thank you very much. Okay. Have yourself an excellent Thank you. Okay. You too. Take care. Well, if that wasn't a blast from the past, then I don't know what was. Like I said, on Sunday, every day this week, we have brand new episodes. They're a little bit smaller than our typical episodes of an hour. These were when I was first starting off as a political reporter back in Lloydminster. So I hope you enjoyed it. I really do. If you haven't already, give us a like on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, Cross Border Interview Podcast on all three, and also hit a subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, 
Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you find your podcast, we are there. With that being said, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. 